transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Right, this is another episode of Coffee and Contemplation. I'm your motherfucking host, Old Heart. And I, thank you, I have been sitting down here with a cup of iced coffee, trying to wake up my brain, you know what I mean? Using my brain for good, obviously, you should too. Uh, you know, I did, however, pick up an article this morning that kind of caught my radar, caught my eye, and I don't think it necessarily is other people using their brains for good, but you didn't hear that but all the same you know it's still a very interesting subject what i wanted to talk about real quick today amongst a couple of things i got two subjects i want to talk about they're very not related to each other but very fascinating at least to me which i always appreciate thank you thank you thank you I love when things are fascinating to myself. I hope that you enjoy fascinating things as well. Not everybody has the same kind of fascinating things, uh, you know, but we uh, all find things fascinating. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, and that's all right. I'm just rambling at the moment, but I'm also talking about... Uh, the discovery of the largest mass child grave, wait, largest mass child sacrifice grave in history. That's right. It's a pretty grim subject, but you know, not all subjects can be puppy dogs and pigtails, okay? Sometimes they have to be, you have to talk about mass child sacrifices and the places that those sacrifices are buried. Um, so... Either way, just diving into it, I found a BBC article uh, titled Mass Child Sacrifice Discovery May Be Largest in Peru. Uh, and it just kind of goes on to talk about uh, how they just recently, archaeologists in Peru have recently discovered a mass grave holding 227 bodies uh, aged between 5 and 14, all found near the coastal Peruvian town of Juan Chaco. Don't quote me on that. God damn it, I need Lucas around here. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, this this comes off the off the back of like like a year ago they found uh, t- like a 200 child victim human God that's so confusing. 200 children human sacrifices. Uh, were found in two other sites in the country. A lot of this is obviously believed, not obviously, a lot of this is, to, is believed to uh, stem from the people that lived in the region during two, what, roughly 1200 to, excuse me, 1400. Um, they were the Chimu, Chimu, Shimu, whatever you want to call them. Uh, it was the people basically that, that were there ruling before the Incas took them over and conquered them, and after the Inc and before the Spanish came over and took the Incas, uh, uh, conquered the Incas. It's not that funny. It's actually a really touchy subject. I don't necessarily appreciate 
the Alive Studio audience laughing at, you know, conquering of native peoples. It's not that fun. Yo. If my friend Jesse was here, he'd sock that Alive Studio audience right in the face. Shout out to my friend Jesse, though, man. Uh, he's off in Vietnam right now. He's been posting these incredible photos of his trip uh, on Instagram. It looks fucking amazing. It looks like a beautiful country. Uh, either way, though, we're not talking about Vietnam. We're talking about uh, a mass child grave found in Peru. I know that sounds like a really unpleasant subject, but it's, it's history, people. It's history. So, that being said... It's something that, you know, is kind of interesting. Chimu. <laughs> so the Chimu people. The Chimu people basically enjoyed, maybe not enjoyed, but they basically regularly sacrificed things to their god. Their god was more or less, or their gods, excuse, excuse me, plural. But the god that they, that they worshipped most, more or less, is, was the moon which uh, that kind of sets them apart from some of the other indigenous tribes that stemmed from the area because they found the moon god the moon they thought the moon was more powerful than the sun which i agree i think the moon is a vastly more powerful entity i mean the sun uh, i mean that's obviously not true i suppose in turn if i were to look at it through like a mystical lens like a like i would assume that the moon would be more powerful if I, you know, just trying to, you know, place myself in an uneducated, un completely different way. I guess they were educated people. Definitely were educated people. Just a completely different type of education. You know what I mean? You, yeah, maybe not. Either way, so. They, uh, the archaeologists of this discovery in Peru uh, told the AFP news agency that some of the bodies in this latest collection still had hair and skin when they were dug up. So they were, I mean, they were well-preserved. Uh, yeah. So they also say that they sh the children in the graves show... Shit, shout-outs. Shout-outs to Evil L. Shout-outs to uh, Moon of Six. Shout-outs to Castle Roll. Shout-outs to Harrison Hannon. Shout-outs to Uncaged. Thanks for listening. Shout-outs to uh, Monkflower Band. Shout-outs to uh, Bugatron. Shout-outs to uh, anybody out there motherfucking listening. Y'all are great. Y'all are aces in my book. Shout-out to Yellow Teeth, you know. Uh... Always. Uh, either way, you guys are great. Thanks for listening. Uh, as always, give me some feedback if you have some. If not, you know, you do you. You do you, honey boo boo. Uh, so, so, they discovered that most of these children seem to have been killed, or they at least show signs of being killed during wet weather, which I'm very curious as to, like, how they discovered that. Were they all, like like wrinkly with the hair still wet like my my i have long ass hair and it's bulky as fuck and if i put it up right after a shower it stays wet all day maybe that's what the kind of, they kind of meant i don't know and they but more uh, more importantly they were also buried facing the sea meaning they were probably sacrificed to appease the chimu's gods so they definitely it sounds like they definitely are pointing the finger at the chimu they're calling out they're saying Chimu, not cool. <laughs> uh, so the, the Chimu people worshipped a moon god called Shi, S-H-I, which unlike the Incas, according to this BBC article, unlike the Incas, they believed was more powerful than the sun. 
and uh, the people that basically followed the religion, the devotees, uh, would sa- they they sacrificed regularly uh, to offer in in a way of like offering spiritual offerings to said god or gods. Um, again, this is like this is so you know technically the largest, 227. The other the other one or two had. 200 people 200 bodies in it so i mean i wonder like how many more of these they're going to discover honestly that's the thing that trips me out is that they've now found uh uh three graves mass graves holding hundreds of children or bodies uh so i I just kind of like it kind of just like I, I, I wonder if they're gonna like continue to be able to find stuff. Also, just a really quick side note: one of the things that this this whole discovery brought up for me was the reflection on uh, the the Amazon rainforest that's being burned down, and a lot of other parts of the world that are ca- are caught up in thing the global catastrophes that result exactly, that result in the loss of culture uh i just like like this as awful as this is like it's a terrible thing that these people used to do because obviously i mean those gods were angry either way even if they existed they seemed like dickheads for wanting children to die i'm just gonna say that but uh like it's it's an important cultural discovery it's a piece of like human the human experience the human story ugly as it is and we have some very ugly moments arguably more ugly moments than beautiful moments i'm gonna throw that out there uh but but so it's uh, that's why it's worth acknowledging i mean it may sound very disturbing but reality is like this is this is history this is a piece of history and i want to know if they discover more i would find it fascinating if they were able to eventually discover maybe like a rough estimate as to like how often this happened based on how many uh, like just mass graves are discovered or like bodies are discovered like how how like you know like what was the the actual religious practice uh, like what? What? How? How many sacrifices were was deemed to be required? I mean, it's like it's one of those curiosities that I always have about religions, just in general, is that like why why demand sacrifice of the the your followers of your devotees? Like why would you demand that you kill off your following? It doesn't make sense to me just doesn't i i would personally if i was like to play god i guess i would want to know i would want to have excuse me as many followers as possible and i'd want them not to die so they could worship me more interesting not that i'm getting any ideas dear listeners uh but you know it's just like i said it's this is like it's re- weird, interesting history, and I I'm not a religious person. I don't I don't want to go down that road. Um, but you know I, I I there's been many religions and many uh, gods and many uh, styles of worshiping throughout human history. Like it seems like the hu- human beings are always looking for something to fucking worship, and that I mean that's bullshit for one. 
I think uh, we don't need something to worship, you know. Uh, but we've always been conditioned to, it seems like. Uh, it feels a little less so in nowadays after having broken away from from that kind of idea. Uh, but it's so prevalent. It's prevalent in the United States. It's prevalent in other parts of the world. It's just, you know, indoctrination nation. And it's just fucking crazy. But either way, if we're not, uh, you know, sacrificing children to weird sea god or moon gods or whichever gods, then, you know, we're sacrificing our dignity to the fucking, to the fucking green god. Either way, this has been another episode of Coffee and Contemplation. Like I said, that was, I just found that fascinating BBC article and I, I, you know, disturbing subject, but interesting all the same. I'm going to post the link to it with the, the, what is this, a podcast, and, uh, you know, hopefully you'll, uh, find it as interesting as I did. If not, you know, suck eggs. <laughs> Either way, I do appreciate y'all listening. Y'all great. Uh, what do we say? Go out there, use your brain for good today. Every day's a good day to ripen up your coconut, kids. And as always, the most important thing that red, green, and yellow teeth taught me, keep your stick on the ice.